Welcome to another episode of the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo. Appreciate you being here today. And so here's the situation. You've come up with a great business idea. The plan is already in place, but now you need to come up with a name. And of course, the next step is to do a search, but where to search? And this is the topic of today, doing searches for potential names with our attorney, Susanna Mahady. Thank you all for being here today. As we do every Wednesday, we bring in our trademark attorney. She is Susanna Mahady. There she is live from Italy because she works while she's on vacation. And welcome back. Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) And as we've been doing throughout the series, we do this every Wednesday, we've been talking about different aspects of trademark law. And trademark... um, Today, we are talking about doing searches for potential names. So you've got an idea for a business and you're thinking, okay, now I want to uh, I want to come up with a catchy name for that business or maybe a catchy slogan for that business. Uh, but is it already trademarked? And how do I go about choosing that potential name? So Susanna, let's go ahead and just start. Uh, how does one find or go about uh, finding a, pot- a potential name? Well, there's there are various ways to do that. But first, I want to clarify something. I do love what I do, and I do do it on vacation. <laughs> and I think it's nice sometimes to change the scenery and just kind of gives you a different perspective. But sure. anyway, I did want to leave that impression out there. But, you know, one of the things about trademarks is obviously the, the standard that is applied is, is, is really to determine whether there's a likelihood of confusion. The whole purpose is to avoid confusing the consumer about the source of the goods or the services. And so the test is really, you know, is the trademark that you want to use confusingly similar to another one that's already registered? And are the goods and services similar, right? And I think we we, did, we kind of touched upon this a little bit in an earlier episode where you can have two existing trademarks with the same name, but they may be different. For instance, you know, I think we said Dove chocolates and Dove soap. I mean, a consumer is not going to confuse one with the other. But if you are using a name, for instance, you've got a name in your, you know, an idea that's something that you want to use for your business. And, um, you know, you, you can do one of two things. One is you can just do a standard search on the internet for common law use of that name. So you can just put in your name under Google and see what comes up. Yeah. You can also go on the, the United States Patent and Trademark Office website and they have a search tool. It's called TESS. It's a database. And that stands for Trademark Electronic Search System. And you can actually check on that on that database to see if your name appears. Um, there's various ways to search, but those are only that search will only give you the results of federally applied for trademarks and registered trademarks. But there are a lot of caveats. I mean, it's definitely not conclusive. If your name doesn't pop up, that you are free to um, use that name or that the name can be registered federally. Okay. So can you give me an example then of maybe something that 
a person would search for that would be rejected? Well, yeah. So, and the reason this this topic even I, I, I chose this topic today is because I had a situation this week where someone called me and she has a business that she's been actually um, she started about a year ago and she's been using a particular name which happens to be um, the three the initials of her name it's three letters okay. and, and the the business type after it. And she secured the domain name and has been working under that name for the last few months, um, not quite the year yet, but a few months. And when she called me, you know, I always try to check and see a little bit about the background of the business. So I Googled the name and a big business came up and I was like thinking that was her. I then went on the um, U.S. Patent and Trademark Office website and I looked up the name and I noticed that it's a federally registered trademark. So I was a little confused as to why, you know, she wanted, she was interested in registering the name. So when I spoke with her, turns out that it's not her. Oh, oh no. They're in the same city. They're doing the exact same thing. And there's already somebody using that name. All in the same city? <laughs> so it helps to do a little bit of, of research, a little bit of due diligence, and whether it's just bringing up uh, Google or, or as you mentioned, tests, and, uh, or, you know, find a good, uh, a good trademark attorney who can, who can handle all this for you. Because uh, yeah. uh, there are, I would assume there are other search avenues that, that an attorney has access to Right. And, right. Re- remember that this is really just a preliminary search that you would be doing because there are you would really need to do or have someone do a comprehensive search before you do decide to register or submit an application for your trademark. And even then, there's no guarantee that something is not going to come up later after you've submitted your application because these applications are being filed daily. And so, you know, you can do a search today and tomorrow it might be different. And so it's really important that once you're ready to get something filed, an application filed, you have a search, a a comprehensive search done and you file soon after. Otherwise, someone can beat you to the punch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You mentioned that the bigger company had a federal trademark. I think we have covered this in the past that there are different levels of trademark from from federal is there a state trademark is there a county trademark no so you can file within the state so the state like california you can you can file a state registration for a trademark but you are limited geographically just to the state and so if you so there are some businesses that you know say well we're only going to be providing services in san diego for instance you know i have a clown business and I want to be a clown only in the city of San Diego for birthday parties. Yeah. Well, that's, I don't need to, to, to submit my, you know, to, to, to register my trademark nationally because I don't plan to, to practice or provide services in another state, but most businesses that are on the internet and are dealing with interstate commerce, it's, it's, you know, you, you really would be limited to, to, to the geographic area of where you are, and it's better to expand, especially if you plan to grow your business. Exactly. And that uh, if you have a business on the Internet, you are literally, you're not just a local company anymore. 
Once you, once you launch your website, you are now a national, if not an international business. And right, especially if you are selling items, you know, on the internet and you're shipping, you know, across state lines. Right. If uh, let's, I don't know if you have a, a recap or if you want to uh, to add anything else in regard to uh, doing searches for potential names. Um, anything else that you want to add uh, before we wrap this up? I think it's, you know, if you ever are interested in just checking to see if there's a particular name that's already registered, you can just go and, and the website is the it's USPTO.gov slash search trademarks. And that's how you can access the tests. And there's a lot, there are a lot of resources on the, the United the United States Patent and Trademark Office website for people to to kind of search. You can look at logos, design, different designs. Um, there's some information just for people that try that would like to do it themselves. But just be cautious that, you know, for instance, if you want to put in um, if you put in Starbucks, let's say you want to open a coffee shop and you want to call it Starbucks with an extra S. Yeah. You put that name in, it doesn't come up as a registered trademark, but you think you're going to be able to get away with that name? Mm, probably not. Good advice. Good advice. Yeah. Nike with an extra E or maybe with an extra <laughs> K or. Mm. Yeah. It's not gonna. It's not gonna fly. If someone wanted to reach out for uh, for a little more information on uh, trademark services, trademark law services, how do they get a hold of Susanna Mahady? They can find me through my website, which is mahadylaw.com. That's spelled M-A-H-A-D-Y-L-A-W.com. Or you can send me a direct email at smahady at mahadylaw.com. That's Susanna Mahady, trademark law attorney for uh, not only businesses, uh, if you got something uh, a consumer can use, uh, contact Susanna Mahady, mahadylaw.com. Susanna, uh, ciao. We do this every Wednesday. When are you coming back to America? The 27th. All right. Couple, maybe a couple more weeks then uh, uh, from Italy. We'll, we do this again every Wednesday morning right here live on Facebook. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you. See you next week. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.